Inside the Cave now brings you the official store to get all things Cave Crush and Inside the Cave at CaveCrushShop.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cave Crush and like our Facebook page, Cave Crush Shop. Hey, yo! Y'all ready? It's time to go inside the cave. Inside the cave. With CB. Joe Dirt. Big Dog Said. Cousin Lamar. International D. Cat and Belly Bell featuring Roland and Charles Heard. Inside the cave, mother. Welcome back inside the cave, inside the cave podcast.com. You can go there and listen to past shows and leave comments per show if you like. The cave, uh, the cave podcast.com, the original site, and also cavecrushshop.com. Still using the promo code DIRT. Shout out to everybody who has gotten shirts, uh, either from me or uh, online. Uh, Go to that site and review. Uh, review the shirts that you got. Uh, same thing, five star. You know, let us know the quality's good so other customers can see, you know, what's going on. Also, subscribe to cavecrushshop.com and register on cavecrushshop.com. Hell, even if you don't like something that you see on there, you'll get updates when we drop new products and you might find something. And then we got you in the system we might do something random one day and just send you something. All right, so sign up, uh, cavecrushshop.com and also on that register icon right when you first log in. I am CB at I'm the Real C, CB coming off a fresh, great show from last week. Got a bigger show this week. And next to me always is Joe Dirt. Everybody, everybody's back. Like the uh, dirt sheets last week, uh, I see we had a uh, complaint. Dirt sheet from a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they still uh, you left a bad taste in people's mouth. Yeah, that. I see that. Yeah. I wonder what taste that was. Also with us today, the Southern Baby is back. What's up with it, man? Country rap tune been popping just like Cave Crush. That's what's up. And also with us from the uh, Three Leaf Films podcast coming soon. What's good, fellas? And also with us today, the lovely, the talented, the beautiful Cat. Hi, guys. How are you? What's up, Cat? Let's get it started with Kill Yourself and Start Over. The first segment. See something left up? The A Block. Talk your shit, kill yourself, and start over on Inside the Cave. All right, Joe, who you got? I got one, man. It might be a little controversial, but I don't care, because I'm Joe Dirt. John McCain, you can kill yourself and start over. You're wrong. Go ahead. Whatever. You know, he just uh, had the surgery for the brain cancer. He ended his life or whatever. Then he took his ass right out there and voted to repeal Obamacare. You're wrong. You gotta start doing your research. Looks good, Cap. 
Okay, wrong. Keep going. I'll let you finish for a fact wrong. check. Tell me how I'm wrong. He, he didn't vote to. He didn't vote for it. That's no, he didn't. You're wrong. Go ahead. Yes, he did vote. He voted. You guys, that's, that's a problem with social media, man. He voted. What social media? I read the uh, news. You obviously read it wrong. He no, voted. Okay, he voted as well as everyone else did to vote to have an argument about repeal Obamacare. It don't to, matter because that argument is going to be. And today, repealed. and today, John McCain, along with six other Republicans, voted to not repeal Obamacare today as of Wednesday. You guys got to, I mean, still kill yourself for having an argument because it shouldn't be an argument to leave people with insurance. Right? Be an argument. Why should there be an argument that happened? It was an argument to, to better, to better. Gonna go better care. They try to no Obamacare. That's what they're trying to do. Stop cutting me off. Maybe so, but he didn't. But he didn't vote for that, though. I'm just letting you know that. Those are facts. I see people last night. I'm like, what, what are you guys talking about? It's like, oh my gosh. But anyway, that was uh. That happened today on Wednesday that John McCain, as well as six other Republicans, did not vote to repeal the affordable health care. You got anything else, Joe? Uh, yeah, you kill yourself and start over for cutting me off. <laughs> I mean, somebody got to bring the facts on this show. That's what I'm here for. You got another one? You kill yourself a start over by having an ugly face, too. Come on, let's move on. All right, who you got, big dog? <laughs> Actually, man, I got a couple. All right. And uh, I'm going to start off with you. Mm. C to the B, you got to get the first kill yourself a start over. Oh, uh, here we go. Hey, you know when that 444 dropped, I tried to tell you that your boy Jay-Z was apologizing to his wife and throwing everybody else under the bus. But you didn't want to hear me, did you? You think, you think, you think hip-hop needed that bullshit? The album was dope. The video. You didn't answer the question. With, I had a problem with the video, not the album. You did not answer the question. He didn't uh, listen to the words. That's the problem. He was listening to the beat. I love that. I listened to the album. All CB saw was Jay-Z and whatever it was, all things Jay-Z. CB supports. Yes, I do. It's I just for that talk. reason, you get kill yourself and start over. I didn't like the video. I didn't like the video. That's all I said. The album was dope. Uh, you know, that ain't all you said. You came at Jay for that. <laughs> no, I just said the video. The video was unnecessary. We got a lot of feedback about you that. Jay-Z about was that. a sucker for that shit. Oh, uh, stop it, stop it. And then, you know, i tell you what, something else I want to talk about, man. Mm-hmm. Now, I got a question first. Okay. Uh, to most black people, dog fighting is a hood sport, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though a lot of people don't agree with it. Right. But from a certain age group, a certain era, you know, that used to be a thing, right? Mm-hmm. So explain to me why all these ex-ball players turn analysts. The first thing they want to say is a convicted felon Michael Vick is giving advice to uh, Kaepernick about cleaning his image up to get a job. You understand what I'm saying? No. 
How many black people feel Michael Vick got what he deserved? I, I, I totally think there was it was it was a wrong charge and everything, but that's totally separate from him going to get a job. Now they I, he, get a haircut. And you, you heard he works for the Chiefs now, right? No, but but, but what I'm leading to is you took a people took a sound bite from what he said. Yeah. And they made the whole argument about cutting his hair. Yeah, they did. You know what I'm saying? Which right. and 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 that which leads me to this point right here. Kaepernick doing a lot of good work, right? Yeah. And supposedly he's he's getting he's getting more verbal support, but how many black people are sacrificing anything? to help his bottom line or his cause. Everybody trying to, you know, speak this, you know, stand on whatever it is you stand on, but ain't nobody willing to sacrifice a damn thing, but they want to give him advice on what he should and should not do. Who, what are they supposed to be sacrificing, dog? No, I'm not, saying they, I'm not saying they're supposed to be sacrificing anything. What I'm saying is the average person won't sacrifice anything for any cause. Right. You know what I'm saying? True that. Like, most people are just all about talk. And at the end of the day, if Kaepernick don't have that platform, it's a problem. Well, I think that's the whole problem with this, this social media activism to begin with. Whether you're a uh, famous person, an athlete or whatever, it's easy to, to tweet or well, see, I'm, I'm not necessarily talking about the social media cast. I ain't talking about the little social media trolls. No, 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 I'm talking I'm, about the real I, sports analysts. I'm going you there. You know, though. you got you got brothers out there that that come from the hood, and everybody feel like that punishment that Michael Vick got was a little excessive. Yeah, but what you but I I think that if you look at it in the confines of what they're trying to do, okay, let's say what, what let's say that the whole uh, all the analysts didn't beat Michael Vick up. We have to see what Michael Vick did for what it was is that you have to toe the corporate line. So let's just say for the sake of argument, we're not talking about a football job, right? And we're talking about um, a day trader on Wall Street. I'm gonna help you out with that, Roland. If you okay. work for somebody and you're not a boss, mm -hmm. they got their rules in place. It's that think, simple. I think, I think we're saying the same thing, bro. I'm now, going where you're going. Exactly. So nobody's saying that he's supposed to um, I guess, you know, not not stand on what he stand on. In order to um, okay, let me let me and, say this, dog. Think that that's gonna help him get a job. You know, you made you made a good point. You know what I'm saying? He already came back and said, now he's gonna stand. Well, so here like you say that's what I said from the word go. See, this exactly. is what see, and this is the thing with the analyst. It's easy to say something if you don't have to sacrifice something. So they can beat Michael Vick up. They can support Colin, whatever side of the coin you want to fall on. Ain't none of them cats really doing nothing. That's my but, point. And and even Colin, if Colin really wanted to make a stand, he would quit the NFL. He would denounce the NFL for what it is, glorified paid slavery, where those guys, and, I and I'm not making it a black issue because slavery just ain't black. People be before America brought us over here in boats, they had white slaves too. So it's like, I mean, you can be enslaved <laughs> if somebody captures you and makes you work for them for free. So at the end of the day, if Colin would, would wanted to take a stand, and how about he hasn't said anything? 
So everybody's taking a side on this issue and this man hasn't said a word for six months. I mean, what, what else is there for him to say? I mean, he's pretty much already sacrificed his career. Then why do we so, all so have now, something so to now, say? So now he's backtracking a little. You know Those what I'm saying? Oh, I no doubt he backtracked because he said he was going to stand. So you but you sold us out from the word go. I'm not going to say he sold us out. If you work for somebody, you got to go by their rules regardless. But only thing I'm saying is football gives him a platform to kind of push his agenda forward. You see what I'm saying? In what and, way? And, and, without, and without that platform, it's going to, you know, eventually his way of living is going to be altered. But in what what platform? What's the platform? Well, I mean, like right now, he really don't have one. That's, no, no, that's, no. I'm talking about when, it, when he was going through last season. What platform? What you thought that that was the prop the proper platform to do what he was doing? I'm saying that he should have took another route, knowing the repercussions behind it. And you got a lot of guys that want to put it like this. I'm, I'm gonna say it like this. At the same time, if you can sit there and say. The first thing they say is, Michael Vick, you're a convicted felon. Which is factual, mm-hmm. but it's the way they say it. It's to discredit what he was saying. Yeah, but it's, it's still in their tone the way they say it. You know what I'm saying? They on ESPN, they on Fox, and they're kind of doing the same thing what they're trying to bash Michael Vick for, in a I, sense. I, absolutely. I totally agree with you. It's sad. It's sad. They all, they, they, they all sellouts. If you ask me, I, I just don't see how somebody sitting on a sitting on a stage, being a talking head, is doing anything. As, as great as Shannon Sharp is, and as as promote profound as the stance he take, just just look into Shannon Sharp and see what he's doing. And I'll just leave it at that. All right, you got anything else, Big Dog? No, I'm gonna let that ride, bro. What you got, Roland? Well, well, you know, uh, I was caped. I was caped up last week, as Joe said. <laughs> I heard. <laughs> I heard you was on your job. Yeah, I was on by job. So I might as well go on and put my five up and go on and save a save another hoe. Oh Oops. my lord! <laughs> I brought that kryptonite today. Now. I, I just, I just don't understand. I, I mean. We had a great show last week, and and I don't know if we just did wasn't really feeling the whole situation, but we kind of made a couple jokes here and there about the R. Kelly piece. Nobody really took, you know, nobody gave him a kill yourself and start over. I don't think nobody really hit that real hard. But um, I had made a post on the Cleves report, and I had people coming into the comment section, man, talking about, you know, she knew what she was getting into, blah blah blah, and and. I just I just don't understand where so basically my kill yourself and start over goes to uh, all the men that feel like it's okay to take advantage of a woman who says oh well I'm willing to be this so if I'm willing to be a hoe if I'm willing to dance on the pole or I'm willing to strip naked in a, in a club it's okay for five, 15 guys to stick their hands in my vagina. Like, I just don't think that's okay. Especially when you got a mother or a sister or an auntie. At some point, when you're 25, that's cool. 
But when you're 45, at some point, man, we got to care about the ones who don't even care about themselves. So yes, call me Captain save a I wish I could save them all. But guess what? At the end of the day, if we don't step up, we're going to have generation after generation of ge generation of young ladies being dis uh, taken advantage of and whored out. And you got Amber Rose on on a, on a talk show talking about oh there is no hoe behavior like what I, I just and, and this is who young ladies are looking up to I think Amber talking about the double standard I understand a double standard but you can't just like the n word we can't we can't make it okay and say oh well we're going to change the meaning of it and we're going to embrace it it's still the n word it still has a it it, it has a birthplace no, exactly and and it's being used on this podcast regularly yeah by so, so by, by people who are lo more loose in the lips and maybe don't care but we but we all know we have a conscience and we say guess what we know that it's wrong maybe we can't help it maybe they hey, can't you know, help it you got a great point because i looked at i was at a restaurant sunday and i saw this lady right behind me and she was grown she was at least in her mid-20s and she looked exactly like black china she had on, this is Sunday, right after church. She, I'm assuming she just came from church. Mm -hmm. She had on bright pink lipstick. Big as hell. Bright pink lipstick. Long blonde hair that came down to her ass. And she looked fuckable. Very fuckable. Oh, yeah. Very fuckable. But I don't think women understand that that is a stripper look. And back in the day, and I hate it, at least in my heyday, when we used to, when I used to go to the strip clubs, the women dressed like that because they had a job or they had school the next morning. So they took the wigs off, all the heavy makeup off, so they can go on with a regular life. So nobody would even know that that's that girl from the strip club. Now today's girls, they dress like that. Normally, they took them, they've taken the strip club look and made that a part of normal life. And I'm just like. Like, where are the women that to tell these these misguided women that don't understand that that's a, that's a 3 a.m. look? That's not supposed to be a 3 p.m. look. But take you know what I mean? Now, like you look fuckable. Very fuckable. I mean, I kind of want to piggyback on that, that I definitely, raising my son first, I'm giving my son a message more of don't, don't be promiscuous. Like all pussy ain't good for you. They may want to give it to you, but that doesn't necessarily mean you take it because not every female like what they, you know, their product may not be no good. You know, it's like that. There are a lot of women out here nowadays who who, who want to have that gender neutral when it comes to hoeing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think hoeing is okay either way, female or male. You shouldn't sleep around with a lot of people. It's just not healthy. You know, but society is saying, yeah, we're going to eat the booty like groceries, like what these young people are hearing. So I feel like my message to my son is like, but you don't want her groceries. Like, just because she's giving it away doesn't mean you should take it. And I feel like it's a reversal now where when I was younger, I was like, oh, you know, don't be a hoe. But now my son, I'm telling him, like, don't be a hoe. Like, be a little bit more choosy about the young ladies that you're interested in because they all look pretty. They all smell pretty, but they all may not be pretty on the inside. So 
I kind of co-signed with, you know, that whole, you know, guys, I, I do want to tell you, your power is strong. Like, if you tell a young lady, and I've seen this happen before, where, you know, a young lady who isn't behaving the way the guy wanted or expected or, or thought was attractive, and he said, like, man, mama, you know, you know, you, you're a little too loud or you're a little too this. She jumps up initially, but then she thinks about it. I don't want you all to doubt that she didn't hear you. If you correct just a little piece of behavior, especially with, to be honest, a lot of fatherless young ladies, we don't know. We don't know how a man will, um, we don't know how to interact with men. So we don't know when you're telling us something that could better us. Sometimes we think you're talking about us. So it is a new generation of young ladies. And, and I, I kind of co-sign that. Like, you don't have to sleep with all, especially if they're giving it away. You definitely don't want it. I mean, that, that's just me. I don't know what you guys tell, you know, tell your son, but my son's almost 20. So, you know, he's had the same girlfriend for two and a half years. Like, his whole thing is I don't want to deal with all the rigmarole that's out there. But, you know, he's still young. So I'm like, well, if you do, like, wrap it up and... You never know what happened. You don't want to choose the wrong young lady and now she's stalking you for the next seven years. You know, like you want to you wanna make better choices. So I kind of agree. But CB, don't, don't you think that um, every action, uh, you get a reaction. Well, put it like this, females going to respond based on uh, the attention they get from men, right? Yep. So when you showing them a certain type of attention, when they act a certain way, they dress a certain way, what do you think you're going to get? Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, you can't just necessarily blame the females when you got guys throwing money like they losing their fucking mind when they see a naked female. Or if you see a good-looking woman walking down the street, you know what I'm saying, the way you go and approach that female versus the one that you say that uh, is real conservative. Hey, dog. So at the same time, when you're giving out mixed feelings, what do you think you're going to get? Real tough. But dog, I'm not, me personally, I don't know if you was implying that I was, I'm actually not blaming the females. So females can be blamed and that's what's happening. Guys are actually blaming the females. And what I'm saying is- I'm saying the blame is everywhere. No no doubt. But what I'm saying, and this is the issue, especially with the younger generation is what they miss, is that regardless of how a woman's acts, we're always supposed to be a gentleman. We're supposed to be the heads. We're supposed to be the leaders. That so, is true. We so, are supposed to, we are so, responsible. So how I lead my home with my wife and my two daughters, they go how I go. So yes. if I'm out there, I'm acting a fool, I'm doing certain things, they're going to follow my lead. So yes, there's women out here who are fatherless. They out here acting a fool. They shaking their butt. They doing whatever. And I'm not saying all of them can be saved. All I'm saying is, is that with some men, please stand up and start saying, honey, you don't have to do that. Respect yourself, put some clothes on. Like the stripper look is popular now. Like CB said, about five, six years ago, they started to popularize the strippers. They started to be billboard. They're doing the strippers the same way they did the game culture and and the pimps and the players. I mean, they're doing the same thing with with, with the females now. I mean, you know, hey, I'm gonna tell you like I told my daughter, you, um, if you want a certain type of respect, you got to dress a certain type of way. You got to demand the respect that you want to get from a young man. You know what I'm saying? So 
you may get some attention, but it may not be the attention from who you want to get it from. But these women are if you, so if abused. You present they yourself in the wrong way. But see, that's what I'm saying. They so see, abused. Goes, they want negative attention. That's the sad that's, part. That's why it's so easy <laughs> no, for for no. you to sit there and say R. Kelly can sit there and if he get a few females that's struggling, and he and he giving them security and taking care of them. What do you think is gonna happen? If they gonna let Roland say the hoes. That's what he's trying to do. Let them be, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, got the whole suit on. <laughs> This girl's father, even whatever for whatever reason he was, it was her father reaching out. Yeah, she she he pimped her out. That's exactly. What, exactly. He, and, and that's another thing. Star, what what kind of man gonna sit there and go drop their daughter off at a grown man's house? He, he didn't drop her off, and this is where this is. I, I'm circling back because we're agreeing with each other in a sense of guys. Stop allowing that behavior. Don't no bitch get dropped off at your house you don't want there. Like you are in, you are in charge, and I'm not trying to make it even seem like women aren't in charge. I'm just saying that a guy can pretty much determine what's gonna happen in that situation, and whether she's a hoe or not. If you don't conduct yourself as that, she either gonna go mad, pissed, and thinking about it, because that's really all I guess I'm encouraging is stop allowing the behavior. If you say, "Oh, that's nasty." If you say, oh, I don't like a woman like that, she may talk shit for a minute, but I guarantee when she walks away, there's going to be a moment of reflection, like, well, why didn't he want me? What is it about that? Because I wanted him. Now, if you're, like you say, guys are giving giving money to bitches in strip clubs, like, yeah, they're, that attention is where it's going. Like, they're investing literally their money into that type of woman. So you can't blame the lady after church for trying to get some attention because that's where our guys are invested. And I'm just saying like, you know, encourage our guys now to be a little bit more discerning. Like you don't have to help your women, I guess. Help your women know that's not appropriate. And one way you could do that is by refusing. Exactly. Right. It, it ain't, ain't gonna happen because this era don't give a fuck about these kids ain't thinking about getting married or selling it down to no one person. But that's they just want to kick it. That's partially because maybe nobody has told them opposite. I mean, you think about it, and I'm speaking for you know many women in my generation. I didn't have a dad, so as an adult woman now, I'm learning how to interact with men, and it's interesting because I don't know how to argue with a guy. My mother never showed me that. I never had a dad. To show me how to. But cat, guess what? A real man ain't gonna argue with you. Yeah, cat. Let me. I tell you. I tell you how to argue with a cat. I'm gonna tell you straight up, cat. I don't argue. You're Here. missing. You tell me how to argue. I tell you how to argue with a guy, cat. You're speaking about something I don't have a familiarity with. Well, let well, let, let, let Uncle CB. Let, let Uncle CB tell you how to argue with a guy. When I when I'm talking, cat, you shut what they call the fuck up. <laughs> That's how you argue with a guy. That's how you argue. CB, you ain't shit, boy. That's how we do it. Man. Yeah, cat, you got anybody to kill yourself and start over? You? Yeah, she got your ass. <laughs> oh, All right, let me give mine to uh, the, uh, uh, come on, man. We Charlie Murphy was dead. You ain't have to kill him like that. We already dead. You didn't have to kill Man, you know how like long ago they did that fucking scene? Man, but still, they could have edited that out, man. Yeah, they didn't man, have to bust on, his man. I ain't, I ain't, 
ain't watched it yet. Don't be giving away the damn episode. That shit came out four days ago. You should have been drinking. We like to let a couple build up a little bit so you can watch them in a row. Well, you're getting a spoil alert today then. Charlie, hey man, Charlie Brooks can't play that, no cricket man. for the ass cop, man, and, and think he's just gonna walk around that motherfucker. He needed it's, one thing to, it's one thing to kill him. Did they have to blow his, I mean, buses everywhere? I mean, man, imagine how his family feel because you know, oh man, that, that, that you was think his family already seen that before, sure, right? I'm hey, quite sure they just, did that. They did that shit a long time ago, CB. Is they it just me? Hey, CB. Go. Is it just me or did Charlie Murphy look sick as hell on there? Yeah, didn't he? Didn't he do the yeah, he was sick. Yeah. Also, uh, last but not least, for my kill yourself and start off, I bring our guest in. Uh, I want to give an Instagram model, uh, this beautiful white Nubian queen. Uh, you can go to her page. She just deleted this, but I, but I CB has screenshot it, and I will upload it. Uh, I am Tasia, T-A-I-S-H-A. I am Tasia. Now, she posted on here, no shade toward anybody, but I really don't rock with anybody anymore. The fake caring about me, the fake love, I'm good of all that. And she says, I, if I never post a sexy photo again, more than half of you will leave. That's okay with me. It was nice not knowing you. Those who encouraged me to be myself, like my personality, you guys are wonderful. Please stay love. Her name is at I am Tasia on Instagram. So apparently at I am Tasia, if she had been listening inside the cave a few episodes ago, I told women this. Go to women's Twitter, Twitter page and compare it to their Instagram page. They got maybe 5,000 followers on Twitter and maybe 100,000 on Instagram. You know why? Because doesn't nobody care what a woman has to say. Lady um, looks good saying it. And apparently, I am Tasia has just figured that out. So she gets in all her feelings. She's a beautiful Nubian white queen. Don't get me wrong. Hey, CB, hold on a minute. Now, I haven't heard you speak like that about one sister yet. She said it, bro. She said it. She said, she posted this. She doesn't understand that Instagram, the reason why she has all these followers on Instagram is because they come to her page to see her half naked. Don't nobody care about, about her personality. I'm t nobody cares about her personality. I'm actually criticizing her, big dog. It's about her personality. She's just now realizing that she has all these followers on there because of her half nude pictures. Uh, duh, where have you been at? Nobody follows women to see what they have to say. They only care what you what you look like. That's the fact. It's Not been like bad. that. So uh, at I Am Tasia, you get to kill yourself and start over from the good folks at Inside the Cave this week, all right? And uh, that, that post is taken down, but I do have that screenshot and I will upload it for those who don't believe. I guess I'll see you next Hey, we got uh, emails and complaints real quick. Got an opinion? Let your voice be heard. Want to change the direction of the show? Talk your sh Tell us how you really feel. 
I might just say how I feel. Listeners feedback with Cousin Lamar on Inside the Cave. I used to call for, uh, since Lamar's not here, Joe Dirt will be reading him because he did a great job a couple weeks ago. First one's from Michelle. Says, this group of guys seems to really have a problem with women. Cat, who I'm a fan of, made it worse. Nothing funny about domestic abuse. TV and the comic Tyson Paul made dumbass remarks about Rihanna getting beat up by her boyfriend. You all made a half-ass apology. And come back with more jokes about it last episode. Why? Joking about domestic abuse, CB. Wants to know. Yeah, no, that was uh, pretty old. Uh, I, I really forgot about that, but I'm sure I wasn't joking about uh, domestic abuse. All right, what else we got, Joe? Second one coming from Steve. Tell Roland my name is Steven, and I'm a brother, so put some spec on my name. Steven, I'm tuning into you now, cuz. Nice show. All right. We got hey, Roland, you can, somebody, can somebody explain what, who the heck that is and what he talking about? I don't know. Uh, what you said last week? You said something about Steven last week? Oh! <laughs> All right. <laughs> I thought he was a writer in or something. Okay, I, I got I got what you're saying. That is a writer in. It's my cousin. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about. I thought he was somebody who already wrote in. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I got it. He's saying his name is Stephen because I think I I can't remember the analogy I used, but I used the word the name Stephen to make my point. Mm-hmm. All right, what else we got, Joe? Uh, Lance, this one coming from Lance. It's a fam. It can't be the same lawyer y'all always talking about. So y'all wild as hell for having her on the show. But I see International D was invited though. Said Joe not right. Roland spent all his money saving hoes. Yes, Lance. Roland spends all his money saving the hoes. That was funny. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> but but here's the thing: you gotta kind of let it marinate a little bit, and then for it's like you were sitting on that thing. Yeah, I was sitting though. It just came out, man. You got to stop talking about saving everybody, Roland. You can't save everybody, Roland. All right, hey, yeah. Superman said he can try. Superman did. <laughs> <laughs> right, this from Trisha. Listening to my first show on iHeartRadio. Uh, the last few shows have been good. Always good for a laugh and a few shaking my head. So I've been meaning to tell you. A good job with the titles. Very catchy. On the stage, I'll throw at Miss Simmons, taking my head for having on the on the show. Well, y'all ain't right. She said you giving Jay Z a kill yourself and start over. Them footnotes just made you feel uncomfortable. Comfortable because that's against the bro code. Think about this, CB. Oh, my fault. My fault. Yeah, she is right. I, I, she did. That did make me feel uncomfortable. I, I did not see a reason for him to bring a whole bunch of other people in his in his mess for the video. But the album is dope. Don't get me wrong. The album is dope. All right, let's go, Joe. What else we got? What about the album, dog? It was some bullshit. We ain't need that. <laughs> Apologizing. I'm just gonna keep it 100. You know what I'm saying? If you get caught fucking up, you can't be over there saying what well, CB did it too. But hey, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do to save your marriage, man. I can't knock a man for Everybody that. Just don't, bring, don't bring me in it though. 
this from Nina. I guess she's talking about Tiffany Simmons. She says she obviously has never listened to the Inside the Cave. Otherwise, she wouldn't have, she wouldn't keep coming on. You guys are so wrong, but she didn't do herself any favors by entertaining y'all. And, uh, I understand my boyfriend getting knocked out, but not in front of me. What's the name of that song by Biggie on the rap tune? I remember hearing it on Bad Boys. That's amazing to me that 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 people don't know that song. Like that is amazing to me. That is called the B side. I, 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 that is amazing. That's for him me. and uh Brat, right? That is amazing to me. That is a, that is amazing to me. Like, wow. That was uh I don't know. I I thought it was Jermaine Dupri's album, but uh, yeah. Okay, what else we got? Jim? This coming from Troy. Inside the cave to have the same energy with that lawyer when she's on the show like y'all do when she isn't on. Roland was convincing and right. Diddy all the way. Nobody trying to hear that Bow Wow shit you talking about. <laughs> Bow Wow sold albums though, Troy. I can't but I can't believe who, who's the one who brought Bow Wow to the table anyway. You need yeah. you need to kill yourself and start over. It's the truth. That's what Jermaine Dupri is known for. Like Bow Wow, Bow Wow, Bow Wow sold album. I wish Dog was there for last week's show, cause he could, so he could have really stood up for the South. But Big Dog, what what did Jermaine Dupree mean to Atlanta, especially in the '90s, bro? I mean, he had a nice run, man. You know, I mean, comparing him now to you know um, Diddy or right. whatever, you know, Diddy's on a whole another level right now. But shit, back in the day, man, you know what I'm saying? Dog, man, did yeah. you listen to the show? Yeah, I heard, you you hating, I heard you hating on the South, goddammit. <laughs> I'm not hating on the South, bro. I'm saying that argument you about to make, bro, we wasn't talking about what Diddy doing now. We talking about what they did when they was in the game. Jermaine Dupree can't touch him. Nah, but the, he had the A on lock, though. And Atlanta is big. He had Atlanta on lock. During that time, man, he had a nice little run. He I mean, did, but it just don't equal, it don't equal uh, Puffy's run. I mean, who? That's what, what I'm saying. I know, what but the Puffy do that was so good during that time. Say again. What put Puffy so far ahead of the game during that time? See, you gotta listen to the show. I already, I already dropped these jewels. I mean, we don't want the segment to come up again, so let's move on. Just listen to the show. You can have all that game for free. You don't even need nine ninety nine. Damn, I'm not, I'm not buying whatever it is you're selling. <laughs> First of all, let's just get that out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, big. How many albums did Biggie drop? Only two. Exactly. That's what, that's where you're wrong, brother. Two when he was alive, and actually uh, he died. He died before the second one came out. But there's they, actually there's actually four legit albums. They, those are all all verses that have been used millions and millions yeah, exactly, and millions. Exactly, man. Come on, Roland. Yeah. Right, that's what I was. Just, so I can finish this up. All right, go ahead, go ahead, Joe. Right, hey, Joe, don't be cutting me off either. Goddamn it. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I like Tiffany Simmons, and I think she's a black girl that rocks. I can easily see the plugs lawyer being a miniseries like Power. You know, a lawyer or someone in that field is writing that series, so it wouldn't surprise me if Tiffany Simmons' book went on to be a pilot for a cable show. Choose to listen to another Dirt Sheets. The last one about the coffee left a bad taste in my mouth. Mm. Sorry about that, Cheryl, but what kind of taste did it leave in your mouth, honey? No, don't start no shit, Joe. From Tiff. West Side Tiff. West Side Tiff. That's what I got to say. Tiff. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, no. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Just say Tiff. I didn't say who she was. Go ahead. Right. I was going to suggest me going to that book signing. She talking about Tiffany Simmons book signing in Atlanta. She annoys me. LOL. I had to keep skipping through the episode. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> And like I said, we didn't say who this was. We just said Tiff. That's all we said. All right. Hey, that was emails and complaints. Thought provoking ignorance with special guests and cave crush interviews inside the cave. Now that's how you podcast. Inside the Cave. Are, are you enjoying this episode of Inside the Cave? Well, get your ass up and rate us on iTunes. Inside the Cave Podcast. Five stars or kill yourself and start over. Get, get the latest in cave fashion at cavecrushshop.com. That's cavecrushshop.com. Follow Inside the Cave on Instagram at Inside the Cave and at Cave Crush for the hottest women on the planet. Like Inside the Cave on Facebook, Inside the Cave Podcast, and follow Inside the Cave on Twitter at Cave Crush. Inside the Cave. Thought-provoking ignorant guy talk with special guests and Cave Crush interviews. Inside the cave. We got the boys from the Greater Good Foundation, man. Uh, and one of these guys happened to be uh, Joe Dirk's cousin. So, yeah, y'all introduce yourselves, man. Definitely will. We're starting off on the call. Um, yeah, I'm I'm Joe Dirk's cousin, Cody Cotton. Um, maybe we're born and raised. We got two of our other guys on the call, Chuck Carter and Anthony Garland. You guys can introduce yourself. I'm not sure if anybody else is on. Okay. Um, yeah, you can talk with you, at. What's going on, guys? My name is Anthony Garland from the uh, Oak Park area. Good to be on the call. Appreciate y'all. What's good, going good. on, everybody? Uh, Chuck Carter. Uh, on the south side of Chicago, Algale Gardens. Spent about half of my time there, half of my time in Gary, Indiana. Pleasure to be on the call. What's up with it, fellas? Hey, tell tell everybody what, what, what you guys got going on uh, with the Greater Good Community. What is that all about? Definitely, man. I'll definitely take that. I'll definitely take that off and probably pass it to one of the guys later. But um, what we do is we run a youth mentorship program, um, a nonprofit 501c3 certified. And our main focus right now, we work with kids that's been kicked out of high school. Um, our unique approach to everything something special. Uh, we work with the kids through their interests. So not so much scholastic information, but social emotional learning skills and really getting the kids involved into what's their interests. Nice, nice. Hey, how old are you, man? I'm 23. Yeah, 24. Both of us, 24. I'm 24. Glad I didn't ask you guys to participate in that because some people might take it too far. You millennials, you millennials are just different. But you guys heard what we just got talk, got done talking about. Uh, what are your opinions on the last thing with the with the young ladies dressing like as, as we said? I mean, you guys didn't say it. We said it as you know. So how do you guys feel about that conversation? Uh, <laughs> uh, would you? Would you about to go first, Chuck? No. Nope. Who's that? 
No. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I can tell you honestly how I feel on the situation. Um, I agree with almost everything you guys said. Um, that was more on the positive side. I, I really feel like the, the our standards, you know, we got to raise. We really got to shift the culture, like males and females. Like, we try to teach our young guys the same thing. You got to have standards for anything you want. You can't settle for anything. Like, no matter what area in your life, whether you're talking about school, your friend zone, or even the people you're just dating. So, that's, that's how I feel about it. I feel like you got to raise your frequency to be able to talk to me and date me and be on my level. I just don't, you know, you just can't be diving in anything. And I'm pretty sure the guys feel the same way. Yeah, definitely want to piggyback on Cody. Um, I know one of the things that y'all talked about was the girls not knowing, you know what I'm saying? And, and guys liking that. Um, I, I, it's just like it's just like business. Um, everybody is searching for some type of significance, whether that's good significance or bad significance. Attention is attention. They say in business, there's no such thing as bad publicity. The same thing it happens in our own personal lives. So if a girl is getting no attention or let me, excuse me, a girl can be getting no attention or she can be getting some attention for the wrong reasons. More times than not, a person would rather be relevant a little bit for the wrong reasons than not relevant at all in any conversation. So I think that's where the dressing and the talking and the behaving and all of that comes from because it's just a way for them to feel relevant. I, um, I'm a, I'm going to agree with both of the guys and more than all, I think it's a self image problem. I think, um, women, um, well, I'm not going to say all, but I feel like they, they have a hard, swear to they have a hard time look at trying to identify themselves with something. And when they don't have a perfect role model in the house on uh, how to hold themselves or how to walk, how to talk, and, and how to conduct themselves in a, in a respectful manner or even just have more respect for themselves, then they, they veer off to what they see um, others doing, like the Amber Roses, the Rihannas of the world. And, and that creates their image of, like, that's who they try to associate themselves with. So. Glad y'all get involved in getting this started. Man, we, each one of us came from our separate places. Um, there's four co-founders, one honorary co-founder, and one mentor, and with each one of us, it's something special, how we got started with this, because we all had a desire to teach, we all had a desire to educate, and all had a desire to make someone more aware. We were just doing it in our own world. Um, Chuck and me was doing the football, and Anthony was doing the business. Um, Joe was doing the baseball, East was doing the baseball, Patrol was doing the basketball. So the same way we just explained to you guys, we teach the kids through their interest-based activity. We were learning more about ourselves and personal development through our own interests. And we really started getting engaged and learning more about it when we got implemented in the business. Um, when we got in the, implemented in the business, I mean, it really started making things real for you. You start seeing money and you start seeing change not just happen on the outside, but like on the inside. You just like, man, I know this could be contagious. I know some other young black males from the same area. They just knew it was another way to get out. They just knew it was something different. I mean, we'll have a lot more young black educated males. So that was that's really how we got started with this. That's what's up right there, man. All right, uh, give everybody the website real quick and social media. The website is www.ag.com. 
gfd.org. So it just stands for a greater good foundation.org. So you can type it out www.agfd.org or a greater good foundation.org. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at a greater good foundation. We'll be doing. Hey, CB, let me ask you a question right quick. Sure. You realize you got two of the greatest football players ever at Walter Lutheran on this show right now? Oh, he went to Walter. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, um, you know, Anthony went to Walter too. He was my quarterback. Was he? Yeah. So that's crazy. So, so you take. So you said we got. So we got three. We got three of the greatest football players on Walter. Because you don't count. So that's my. So that's myself and who else? Was it who the other two? In <laughs> <laughs> hey, my freshman year, I broke off a ninety-five yard. Uh, uh, run, run to the uh, I was running the back. I tell him why you ain't score a touchdown. I did score a touchdown. You didn't tell him why you ain't score a touchdown. Did. Hey, I remember the exact play. It was a LF. The exact play was LFR forty three. I ran. <laughs> oh right my to the left. gosh! You know it. You know you got the three man backfield. You going right to the left, right between. Hold on. The the don't tell me that. Don't tell me they still run that play. LFR forty three. They haven't changed the offense. They still do it. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all kidding me? They still run that. That was 1994. Hold on. CB broke through the hole. We were on the side of Brookfield. Running down the sideline. That's a lot. The ball out. Dog. This nigga knocked the ball out of his own hand with his knee. Okay. Hey, hold on, hold on. That was that was later on in the year. I'm talking about game game one, game one against Riverside Brookfield. LFR No, we didn't. We played him at home. I'm talking about freshman year at home. LFR forty three. I can't believe they still run that play though. Man, hey, from forty three to forty one, the forty two to forty four, the ninety one to ninety two, the LFR to LF two. Everything they still got the same. That, that, that I ran that play in 1994. You know that's, that's crazy. I was born. I was about to say. <laughs> and that is crazy. That's unbelievable. Hey, I just got. Hey, I just got my new kill yourself and start over. What's that coach name over there? <laughs> <laughs> should not be running the same play from the 90s. That means oh, that is terrible. That is. Terrible. I cannot believe that. Elephant. Hey, wow. hey, put it. Put it this way, man. We used to do seven on sevens. We went up to Northwestern and dominated almost every big school from eight A to seven A to six A. But as soon as we brought our linemen to the table, we couldn't do anything because we were still running the same old plays. But I mean, we we all either went Division One, D two, D three, but we all wanted to play college athletes. But we only had athletes. We had no linemen. But it was for that reason, that right there too, we still run the old offense. It's unbelievable. Well, you guys are doing something good right now. Give everybody that website again. What's the website they can uh, see more of what you guys are doing? You go www.agreatergoodfoundation. So, agreatergoodfoundation.org. A-G-G-F-D.org. Attaboy. Attaboy to all three of you guys. Hey, I want you guys to stick around for one of our popular segments real quick. Uh, it's called Cat's Corner. So, we're going to read the letter. Cat to give her advice first, and then we all all chime in. Okay, right? definitely appreciate it. All right, let's get started. Cat's cool. need some advice. Talk to the only woman allowed inside the cave. It's time for Cat's Corner. Joe, you gonna read it? All right, this is coming from RN. I've been sleeping with my guy on the side for a couple of years now, and agreed 
taking pics of my body parts only during sex. I just found out he posts our pics online and I'm upset because of my profession. I asked him to stop and he completely cut me off. I miss him and want him back, but I know I will have to agree to his terms. Cat, what should I do? <laughs> what you got, Cat? Um, <laughs> you know, the one thing that stuck out in the letter to me was that you said it was totally cool for him to take the pictures. So, Unfortunately, in this day and age, you know, laws protect not only the people who the pictures are of, but also for the people who take the pictures. So if you're telling me that, yeah, I agreed to take pictures for him, and I tried to argue this point last week, that no, even though I let you take pictures, you shouldn't put them out there. BB quickly corrected that, no, if you give me the pictures, they're mine to do whatever I want to do them with. So, I, I, I don't know what to say. If, if the thought process behind this person is I wanna put it out there and you still wanna take them back, then uh, you may wanna either rethink your profession or decide if your profession is worth more than this guy. But it seems like to me, you kinda agree to have these photographs taken and you've admitted that you said it was okay for him to take them. So I, I, I hate to be a cynic and say, uh, you shouldn't, you know, he shouldn't do anything with them. Those are your pictures. But the reality of it is, and we just kind of had this conversation, like, you give him permission to take pictures, you know, in compromising situations, then you don't know what he's going to do with them. So, you know, I had to humble myself and say, no, nah, I can't send nobody no pictures because I don't want them to jeopardize my career. I also have a career where I don't need any pictures of myself out there. So that's, I, that's something you have to think about. And... Or the fact that you want to take them back. I mean, it seems like you like them. So if you like them, you obviously like the behavior he does, which is sharing your pictures. So Nick, you sound like a great guy. I'm not really sure what she's asking me. She asked us should she uh, get back with him, but you got to understand the first part. Her guy on the side. <laughs> so y'all not really together anyway? He's the side dude, Ted. Pick it up. I mean, all of this. This is again, like, to kind of piggyback off the conversation we had. Like, man, so you may or no, your side dude is sharing your pictures. Like, I don't, I, I'm, no, sweetheart. This is this is what you signed up for when you got with this individual, and uh, you have to figure out a way to. I would not want to be with someone who would expose my pictures that I sent personally, but that may be something you're interested in. And if that is, then you sound like he's a great side dude and you should make him your main side dude. How about that? Main side dude. I don't know, like, I don't, uh, guys, like, what do you think? No. What I think. I think she should send us some pictures to Inside the Cave podcast at Gmail. CB should forward them to me. And I'll let you know if I can be your side guy. Well, if I well, take Joe. pictures of you. Hold on. If I take pictures of you, I just send them to my boys in the cave. I won't post them online. Well, Joe, uh, I got some. Remind me to edit this part out. Um, um, it, 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 all it is is pussy. Like, you ain't, you, I don't, I mean, unless some. Yeah, I mean, so I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. You know, so I. I mean, Maybe her bars know what you look like. 
Your boss know. I guess it could be an issue if a man finds out. But uh, I'm sure he know what it looked like. What you think? See, see, this is the problem that I'm talking about, guys. What is the mindset of this woman that she wants to get with the guy who is the dude on the side who's sharing her naked pictures online? What's wrong with these women? Do you realize that a lot of these women who are who are doing this behavior? It's not even her main guy. Like, and I'm not judging. I'm just saying, like, but what do you expect? You know, and I, maybe I'm not even because I'm not blaming a victim here. I don't want to be responsible for victim blaming, but I do want people to think about their behavior. Take responsibility. Yeah, take yeah. responsibility. Man, a lot of these girls, man, a lot of these young ladies have been sexually abused. They think that sex is a way to love and their nah, behavior. Wait, 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 wait. Slow down, bro. Slow down, bro. We're talking about two consenting adults. That's more sexual abuse than that. This woman loves the dick. I'm talking Let's about. Just say it like that. All right. Bam. I'm talking about and, from her past. She was sexually. Nah, she nah, might you don't not know her that. personally. You I'm just saying that. in general. I said some inside of these young the ladies. Cave, we the you don't know that. So right. that, that I wasn't saying that. that. But, but that does. Come on, man. To be fair, even if she just lost and turned out, like that's not us to judge her. Is that the name of the song, Cat? This all I'm saying. Like you just gotta think about think about what kind of image you want in the world. And if your image is totally liberal sexually then be totally liberal sexually have a side nigga let your pussy be on instagram like be free with it if that's what you're gonna be but i can't take like these quasi moral people like i want to have some morals but not that many i want my side nigga to keep my pussy pics private like wait a minute what were guys from a greater good foundation thing Hey man, don't y'all be hey, fellas, you don't have to, fellas, you don't have to participate because this might be too ignorant for your cause. So I understand if you don't, don't want to participate. <laughs> hey, I, I'm, I'm gonna say this, man, before y'all chime in, and I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> keep it all the way 100. If a guy cares about a female, he ain't gonna expose her for number. First of all. You know what I'm saying? Give him the game, gonna, big dog. You're not, you're not gonna game. take a picture of your lady and post it because you don't want the next man seeing what you got. You want to keep it to yourself. But it's not you're, not going, you're not going to advertise yeah, something that's good that. to you or some good, you know what I'm saying? Some, you don't want to share that. So to me, it's real simple. You need to get the fuck on. Side guy, he don't care. Oh, that's my that point. A, that a boy, the big dog and rolling, saving these hoes. All right. There you go, <laughs> there you go big dog. Dog the fed, I mean, rolling a FedEx dog and cake. Hey man, miss me with that bullshit. <laughs> I tell you what, CB, you got a, you got a daughter, right? Yes, I do. Your mindset slowly changing, my brother. You don't even recognize me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas, you, you guys don't want to participate. You don't have to, but I want to. I want to keep your, your your good image going. You know what I mean? But if, if you do have some advice for this lady, you might be more lady like this. You, Feel free, and like I want to make it clear, this is these are grown ups, not in their twenties. Well, maybe the girl might be in her late twenties, but 
These are grown-ups. Right. I think it needs to be another PSA announcement. I'm going to generalize. I typically don't generalize, but I'm going to generalize. If you take away the okay. fact that uh, the brother who just spoke, he said if, if a guy really care about a girl, he ain't going to expose her. I 100% agree with that. Yeah. In any other situation, no one is accepting pictures or asking for pictures exclusively for themselves. No man is asking for a picture just so he can have it on his phone to look at it every now and then. Right, right. Like, like, let's put that out there so the world can know. Like, no dude, especially not a side dude, is asking for pictures to to, to hide in a in a in a hidden folder on his phone. That's facts. No sir. <laughs> facts. Straight facts, homie. We need yeah, to hear that. I ain't got nothing to add to that. That's that's perfect. Like he said, the size the first person said, if it's your main girl, you ain't trying to share that. But if I'm on the side, it's not all my homies getting them pictures. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm trying I'm to do. Them community pictures. If, if, if you're trying to be a player and you got some other females on your team, you ain't gonna keep no evidence like that. <laughs> yeah, man. So maybe he ain't the player that she think he is. Mm. You ever think about that? Well, uh, she I the mean, player. She the one that player, What type of player tells on themselves? Nah, wait a minute. Now, now wait a minute. This, this, everything ain't meant to be evidence. Something, you, something, something. It's all right to bring the trophies home every now and then. I'm 100 with Big Dog. Of course you will be. Of course, but no, that's not right. Nice. If it's good, you're not sharing. You don't send a nigga a picture of a plate that you're about to eat. <laughs> you, you, if it's so good, you go for it and it's yours. And and maybe that's the deeper part of it is, is she don't belong to him. So he doesn't feel any responsibility. And I feel for her because she wants to eat. Like, that's, that's a total violation to me. You know, I, I will stop talking to a dude who sends me a dick pic. I will not respond and I will disappear. Not because your dick but because <laughs> my daughter touched my phone. You know what I mean? And that's disrespectful. It don't mean I don't think it's the most beautiful piece I've ever seen in life. It means that I have a life. And you don't know if I want you to be in that part of my life. But she obviously knows who she's dealing with. And so my question to her is, what did you expect? Like, She probably you... don't know, Kat. Because you know what What I see uh, seems to be a big problem with females? Yeah, you got a lot. Well, the biggest problem is if you deal with a guy on the regular, you can't just assume you're in a relationship. <laughs> you can't just assume you mean something to that guy. Right. If you haven't had a conversation about it, you don't you can't mean assume to... anything. <laughs> Your yeah. ass in a relationship, but he not. <laughs> right. Who, who that talking? Big dog? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's one of those situations when she dated you, but you're not dating her. Exactly. Cat, <laughs> cat. Oh yeah. I gotta we gotta speak to this. The fact that she clarified in the message or the note that she, that he was her side dude tells you all you need to know about her. Yes, sir. Knows that she, she that asking her side, dude, that, asking her second nigga to be private. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, this is a superfluous man in your life. Are you asking for the extra not to be extra? Because it literally is the extra nigga. And I mean, but but do we know what private means? 
if it's private, it means no evidence when the shit over. But okay, let's clarify. It, it doesn't sound like she has a problem with the him taking pictures. She has a she has a problem with him putting the pictures on the internet. Like well, I said, it's just body parts. Problem is with the taking pictures. That's just a side nigga. You temporary. What you need souvenirs for? Like you're not supposed to be permanent anyway. So what are we doing talking about pictures? Like unless I got a picture of your driver's license in my phone, like why do you have pictures of my vagina in yours? Like it's damn. Like, that's how you. That's how you get alcohol at the restaurant. And show your pussy pic. No, it's not about alcohol at the restaurant. It's about you have something personal of mine. So I want to be able to know what your date of birth is from date to date. Like if we're if we're exchanging photographs, why is it off limits? Why is your ID off limits? You want a picture? I, of I'm, cat, cat, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure if you ask them to send it to inside the K podcast at gmail.com, I'm sure you'll get a whole lot of IDs sent for that cat dick. Hey, and, and, and just for the record, before we go any further, you do would not send to... any dick pics to inside the K. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all not really me on this. Cat, if you want to give out your uh, Gmail or whatever, you know what I'm saying, feel free, but don't send that, that shit to the case. Not- <laughs> <laughs> I, don't care if your dick- oh, really? I literally, your dick could be made of solid gold. And it could, it could spew liquid magma. I could give a shit because I've seen dicks before. If I wanted to see yours, that I would- That sounds like Usher. <laughs> I don't want it. Hey, I hey Joe. <laughs> hey Joe. Hey Joe. You just did a dirt sheet by the guy that tried to uh, don't play this, don't play this shit and then work out too well. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to see the side of your nasty bed that you didn't make. I don't want to see no busted ass fan in the corner. I I I, I don't want that. Like. That is hey, not. Hey, Kat, a- hey, Kat, hit the pause button. Let's let's get back on 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 uh on subject. She need she need to move the fuck on because that dude don't mean you know. Good. I don't want to see. It. I could care less what your pussy looks yeah. like. Obviously, we got issues when you see what a pussy look like because you got a pussy, Kat. I want to see what it look like. I don't because it's obvious, like you know, like who who puts two different gases in their car? Like nobody goes, you know, eighty seven one day and ninety the next. Like, why do you want that? That that switch up. Why do you want to show it? Like, this is a terrible side nigga. That's the other point I want to make. This dude is a horrible side nigga, <laughs> and he needs to retire his side nigga car. Part of the side nigga code is that we side niggas. We are not sharing shit. Yeah, That's right. He's he, he doing what he's doing. What he's supposed to do because she allowed. Him. Through that and this make and 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 that's where I say like my only advice to her is baby, you can only. You can only ask for what you're in position to receive. And you can you only get what you demand. If you want a little bit more respect from him, then having a side nigga is a start. Like you may want to like exit mount a little bit. Like if you want a little bit more privacy. And then she All said, right, oh, um, because of her job, like I love my job. I would never, ain't no, there. I can't even imagine somebody of uh, me allowing someone to take a photograph of me that would end my career. Like I, that's that's even worse. That's even worse to me. 
But cat, who on the job is gonna know whose thing it is? That's what I want to know. But that's the sad part about it. Like I'll know, she'll know. Like why put it out there if nobody gonna know? Then why we taking pictures? Tell him to draw. He should draw it. Maybe a freehand. <laughs> that way, it's his interpretation of it. Well, I'll put it like this: Once you put that shit on the internet, they don't belong to you no more. Exactly. Like I said, them community picks. Exactly. All right. That was Cat's Corner. Uh, once again, I'm pretty sure we didn't help anybody, but that's what we do best. The Greater Good Community, once again, give the website, social media, and stuff like that. Definitely. Again, for the website, man, www.aggfd.org and Greater Good Foundation. You can catch us on any platform of social media at, at a Greater Good Foundation. Hey, you know, I just want to say this um, and let the other guys see how they feel too, but uh, it's real good. I know we had a lot of fun with you guys. It's real good to see positive young brothers, man, doing something in the community, man. And, uh, you know, we, we give millennials a hard time, but to see somebody y'all actually take, take a responsibility to do something like this, man, you know, uh, salute and get an attaboy from inside the cave, uh, you know, from us, man. I think that's, that's real 100 of y'all to be doing stuff like that, man. And I, I just have a quick question, a quick question about, so if I have, you know, if I'm a young teen and I heard about your program, what would I expect, you know, if I were to look you up on the website or what, what, what would be the steps if I was somebody interested in kind of taking steps to better my life? I would say, yeah, that's, that's tough. Um, Chuck, I know you're probably going to piggyback me and plus me on this one, but starting off, um, we took the first opportunity we had, so we started working inside of grade school, and then we went to a high school, and then to a college. So this would be our first actual year where we have that free roam ability within the foundation. And right now, what we're doing right now in the summer and coming this fall is when it's open mentoring. So anybody want to come to us? So it's been a couple of parents that emailed me from out the blue and asked, what age do you mentor? And we say, from the time they can start understanding language, we'll mentor. And <laughs> primarily from the age 14 to 25, but really anybody who's just looking for guidance. I mean, we're really just trying to teach people more about themselves. It's kind of hard to learn who you are as a person if you don't know who self is. So if anybody want to get involved, they can always reach out to us. I mean, we got events. Uh, we got a lot of events coming up. We got a lot of ways to contribute. You got a lot of ways to be involved. We got a lot of ways to be a part of the family. This is like, really, we're trying to shift the culture the way we think as a generation how we contribute as people, everything. And to, and to answer the second part of your question, Augusta, what's the first step that you can take to better your life? Get around different people, get in different environments. Because when you start changing the conversations you have and you start changing the, the, the expectations, when people start changing their expectations for you, you'll in turn start changing the expectations for yourself. So one of the things that dramatically improved our lives was being involved with people and organizations that expected more from us than we expected from ourselves. And that reflected in our results. So it's not necessarily um, we changed, it's just they raised the bar. And when they raised the bar, we had no choice but to come up or be left behind. So get in different environments. If you go to the library in your neighborhood, go to the, go to the library in the neighborhood neighboring you. If you play, play basketball in your neighborhood, go play basketball in the neighborhood next to you. 
opportunities will organically originate from you opening your mouth and being the person who you are. And that's what we tell our kids on a day-to-day basis. Be who you are. People want to know you. They just they just need an opportunity to. So you have to give them that. That a boy. That a boy. Like, I'm sorry. One more. If people are interested in maybe volunteering with your organization, what would they have to do? Um, it depends. I got it, Cody. I was about to say, I always send that email to the foundation. We'll get you back to it. depends on what capacity you wanted to, to volunteer with the foundation. So we have mentors who are in the classroom with us who we actually take through uh, a three to four month training. They go through our proprietary curriculum. In order for them to teach with the energy that we teach with, we believe they have to experience the uh, the things that we've experienced studying the information that we've studied. So um, in that regard, that's more extensive. But if you wanted to volunteer for community service events um, or, or just more spontaneous things that we put on, just reach out to Cody um, and Cody will get back to you and update you on whatever we have going on in the community. And it's also on our website with the updates. Right, agg.org. You guys take donations? Oh man. <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to say this. Yeah. Get everybody attention on everybody plugged in. Yeah. I mean, really, um, we really want to change the way you look at philanthropy. Everybody have a big, huge idea that philanthropists got to donate millions and millions and thousands and thousands of dollars. But really, anybody who support a cause is a philanthropist. So in this society today, we have social norms that we create that we feed us the social entertainment like Netflix, $10 a month, Hulu, $10 a month, um, iTunes, whatever. So we have a social norm to contribute to these brands that really isn't doing anything for our community. So this is a challenge I make for each one of you guys today who's on the call right now, off of people who's listening. If you could donate $5 a month to your favorite cause, I'm not saying it has to be us, but that's something that you could really make philanthropy a norm and really start making a difference. That would be my challenge to you guys. Hey, yeah, you make up a great point because I know people that spend a lot of money, more than $5, on a lot of stuff that they shouldn't be spending $5 on. I mean, you, you'll be surprised what you can get on the internet for $5. Who said that? I'm not talking about myself. Well, I'm you saying, bought on the internet for $5. I'm just saying in general, but if these brothers have a good cause, if they ask for $5, let's all give them $5. Where can we get that $5? And I want to I wanna piggyback that $5, if you don't have $5, I'm sure these brothers wouldn't mind five hours of calling people to ask for $5 a person. Yeah, like, yeah, the you, voluntary yeah. aspect doesn't stop at just money. You can also volunteer. And that's maybe why I ask, like, what could I do? I'm just a normal person, but education is my passion, and I want to help people be better, but I'm broke. So if I'm broke, what can I do to really help? And I think it's important that people know that um, you, you guys have a number, so I definitely could write this off on my taxes as a donation, correct? Yep, 501c3 certified. We got the highest tax exempt. This is a business, and, and these gentlemen have an opportunity for you not only to you know, donate a large sum of money, but also let the government know, hey, I've donated this large sum of money and it can come back. So I, I, I'm encouraging everybody, if you can't spend time, spend some money. If you can't spend some money, go give a little bit of hours to, to a word of just so, and just so you have an amazing point, your time is, a, is able to be written off too. It's what we value it at. So that's something that we learned going into it. 
if you were given five hours of your time, that's something that you can write off on a, on a tax return also. So that's a little extra, but keep that in mind. That's just food for thought. Hey, what's the age of you brothers again? Um, 23. 23 and 24, bro. Okay, we got 23, 23, 24, 24, 25. There's nobody over 30. 30? No, sir. Nobody over 24, I don't think, right? Nobody over 25. 25? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so well, two of you guys are what, 20, 23? 24. Yeah, um, two of us just turned well, you guys don't need your your horn tooted any more than it's already been. I know you guys do this out of passion, not for likes or pats on the back, man, but coming from an old head such as myself, I commend you guys for, for stepping up and doing something like this because mentor mentoring the youth is very, very vital to the future of our community. And I just wish that more older guys would take ownership and stock in the community such as you guys have. So big kudos to you guys, and I hope that someone can uh, in that area can uh, bring some more wisdom. Not to say you guys don't have it, but just to kind of, you know, even help mentor you guys even more than you've already been. So hats off, guys. Appreciate that. Thank you. For real, for real, for real. Once again, give the website again and uh, social media. The website will be www dot a greater good foundation dot org the www.aggfd.org and social media would be at a greater good foundation twitter instagram facebook at a greater good foundation all right we're gonna follow you all on all that stuff that's what's up guys appreciate it y'all all right Follow inside the cave on Instagram for more thought-provoking ignorance. We repost, you decide. Now you feel freer than you Big Dogs Country Rap Tune of the Week. Big Dogs Country Rap Tune of the Week. It's your boy Big Dog. And I'm going inside the cave for Big Dog's country rap tune. Inside the cave. Nigga, I got these hoes ice sucking up while my little BG's on the bus putting out cigarette butts. But me personally, Playboy, I don't give a fuck. And I'm always show love to my cut. Hit the club and light the bitch up. Cash money model with a drink till we throw up. Nigga, part the hoe out, guaranteed I can fuck. Whoa, it is, I'm tattooed and bought up. But that got ice stuck. Rolex bezeled up and my pinky ring is platinum plus. Ear rings be trillion cut and my grill be slugged up. My heart deal with anger cause nigga, I don't give a fuck. Stack my cheese up, cause one day I'ma get this street life up. See, I don't discuss. Nigga out of line, gon' get this motherfucking head bust. Cash money, me and that's plus. I don't touch up, nigga, you can't fuck. 20 inches with TVs is a must. By the year 2000, I'ma gut out my butt. My little nigga 17, playing with six figures. Wow. Got so much ice, you can skate on it, nigga. When wow. you see cash money, you know we stay close. Wow. Catch a girl down bad, you know we straight toast. Wow. Seen a kid yet that can stunt like mine. Dang Seen on. a Marriott that can run like mine. Dang 1999, on. and his hour turn to shine. 50 a better on our wrist, and it don't blind. More back until I die, drink till I faint. Till a nigga tell me I need hell to drink. My nigga, baby, too. 
told me work nigga trick to them hoes. Uh-huh. Nigga baby told me work niggas better to treat me your nose. Yeah. I'm a freak of the clique. Uh-huh. Keep it on the tuck so uh-huh. I creep on a bitch. And I play wrong, uh-huh. never sleep uh-huh. with a bitch. Keep it real with my niggas, uh-huh. never weak for a bitch. Never weak uh-huh. for a bitch, nigga. Uh-huh. Every time I come around your city, bang, bang. Pinky ring, worried about bitty, bang, bang. Every time I buy a new ride, bang, bang. The rentals on your car, I'm a tie, bang, bang. Every time I come around your city, bang, bang. Pinky ring, worried about bitty, bang, bang. Down in the trap with Every Big Dog, the country rap bang, tune bang, bang. of the week. I'm a 1999 driver. I'm a uptown third wall Magnolia TC rider. Oh, he can ass, always touching. Big ballin' ass nigga, you can see him when he coming. Boot it up, diamond up, gold be shining up, motherfuckers be blinding up. Niggas at the second line be saying, I be damn. Up in the that was Big Dog's Country Rap Tune of the Week. Hey, we got the Big Herd here. Uh, Big Herd, what's go- uh, welcome back, man. Fresh from uh, ESPN. Yeah, well, you know, I was I was ESPN uh, for a week and went to Vegas for a couple of days as well. So, uh, you yeah, said, I'm, I'm, I'm you got that part of the story up, brother. You said Bristol, man. <laughs> you in Vegas. How much yeah, money went, out there? Say what? money you spent out there oh no I, I i don't i don't go to the spend money like that so no it was, it was just a good time so it's relaxing hot relaxing but it was good the big herd sports update with charles heard on inside the cave all right explain this kyrie Irving and lebron lebron james situation oh um i mean it's that it, uh, that's a good way to start a good good uh good um place to start I guess with Kyrie and, and LeBron I'll tell you what um, if you if you learn if you dig a little bit deeper into the situation um, a lot of people are just trying to say it's, it's a, a, not a good fit between those two or uh, they're angry at each other um, it just comes to the point to where Kyrie just thinks that you know he wants to be the kind of like main light so what happened was is when LeBron left and then Kyrie happened to be in Cleveland. Um, he felt like that that team was going to be his. You know, he felt like it was it was good, and and he was going to be able to be the front guy. And that's what they told him um, until you know the unthinkable happened, and LeBron came back from Miami and went to Cleveland. Um, and it kind of kind of took a backseat. I mean, you take a backseat to um, to win a couple of championships or to win rings. Um, but after he went through that feeling and winning the ring, um, and he's starting to get money, he has everything he kind of wants. I know the ultimate goal is to, to to win championships, but he really wants to have a team, I guess he can call his own and be the big guy on campus. Um, I mean, we talked about this before. A lot of these guys have huge egos. Uh, but here's another backstory to it. Um, when he talked to the owner or when his team talked to the owner, um, Kyrie felt like um, he was given the secondary treatment, not like how he was when he, when he was there in the beginning. He felt like he's, he's not respected as he, he thought he, he should be respected. So this is more of a, 
uh, a middle finger to the ownership versus trying to give it to LeBron. Um, not enough people are looking at that backstory versus the the LeBron story. Hey, Herd, can you can you verify that it was eleven days after Kyrie signed that LeBron made the announcement and came back? Um, I can't, I can't, I mean, I would have to look into everything. I mean, I'm sure I can, I can most definitely find that. Um, from what I understand, I wouldn't wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, it was, it's almost like to me, Kyrie was the husband, the Cavs was the wife and LeBron was the mother-in-law. So you marry a woman and 11 days after y'all walk down the aisle, she say, my mother's moving in. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, yeah. I can see how we played Matt for two years, three years. I can yeah. see it. Well, most definitely. I mean, you got to remember too, man. Like uh, it's it's you know, you can only put so much so much cologne on 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 a pile of poop before it starts to stink again. So, um, you know, it was all covered up for a while. Um, everything was look, looking good because they had a super team and they had good things going for them until things start to break down, you know. The luxury car looks good until it starts to break down. You got to start paying out the pocket for it. Once that starts to happen, then you're mad at the car. You're trying to get rid of the car. You're trying to figure out different things that you can do versus trying to keep this car. And and this car is not working well right now. So he he really goes somewhere else. The problem in the whole situation is that Cleveland doesn't want to trade him. I mean... And if they do, they're going to make it so uncomfortable for him that he's going to go somewhere that he really doesn't want to be. But you can get um, a lot for Kyrie so, Irving, right? You, can, I mean, it depends on what Cleveland wants. You know, Cleveland can Cleveland can put him out there in a trade deal and say, we tried to trade him, but nobody wants him. But you got to look at what they're going to ask back in return. They're going to ask something back ridiculous in return and where they know no team is going to do it and make him stay there. Um, until his contract is up, but um, with the signing of Derrick Rose for a year for two million dollars, I mean, we all know D Rose. He's been here in Chicago. I, I, I don't know how long he's going to stay healthy out there, but for him to go into Cleveland and get signed, um, I mean, does that say the writing's on the wall? I mean, does that does that say Kyrie is really out of there? I believe he is. I mean, I believe he's gone. You don't want a disgruntled player on your team. Um, what he's right. starting to become right now. Hey, I got to ask you a quick question before I let you go uh, about Lonzo Ball. I think that he is all hype. I watched him play summer league. I think he is going to be Magic Johnson's Kwame Brown. I, I think I don't do. I don't see any upside to him. I see him being no more than a, a high-profile eighth man on the team uh here's my example i want to give to you uh big herd now i know what kind of women you like off the record but let's just say i called you up big herd and i said hey big herd i got the baddest chick over here for you right now she's bad as hell and you say cb what's so bad about her and i and i say she can cook you're gonna be like huh she can cook. That's what that's that's what makes her the baddest chick. That's what Lonzo Ball is. All I hear is that he can really pass the ball. He's a passer. He's a he can't he can't dribble. He can't get past anybody. He's not quick. He's not fast. 
How is Lonzo Ball no more than a high-profile Sean Livingston? I tell you what. I mean, uh, first of all, I'm I'm gonna go back and say he he's not a Kwame Brown. I, I I can't I can't put him to that level. Um, and that's not a good level. Let me just put it like that. I'm not saying that Kwame Brown's on a on a higher level. He should have never been the first pick of the draft. But um, I mean, Lonzo Ball. The, the 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 couple of things he have going for him is of course the size that he has um, for the position that he's playing. And then um, he, he has a passability. Um, when you talk to people now, they, they have him all hyped up because they're saying he got triple doubles in the summer league and, oh, it's never been seen before. It's never happened. And he got MVP. I mean, okay, whatever. It's summer league. It's guys that really are trying to make the teams or guys that just got picked in the draft. Um, that is not, to me, it's not real NBA play. Um, it's not the, the the guys that you're going to see inside of, you know, All-Star Weekend that you're going to go up against. It's not the guys that um, are making millions of dollars and they go out there as a job each and every week, every night to play hard basketball. So, it, it, I, okay, he made triple-doubles there. He's not going to make, you know, triple-doubles every night inside the league. That's not going to happen. Um do I think he's going to be okay? Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be all right because he's a Lakers team that he's going to, and who else is he going to pass the ball to or, or who else is going to take as many shots? He, he's going to put up as many shots as he wants to because he's playing for the Lakers, and he has the green light from Magic, and then, I mean, Luke is not going to tell him no, um, that he can't shoot the ball when, whenever he wants to. So he, he's gone to the best team that he can. He's in the L.A., they're going to sell tickets. This is more of a ticket selling type of situation. Um, I mean, I think the young man is going to have an okay career. Um, I don't think you're going to see a Hall of Famer out of him. I don't think he's going to be in a bunch of... He might make the first two All-Star games because of the fans. Um, and the fans be able to vote for them in. But other than that, I, I, don't, I don't see that. I kind of, I, I kind of agree. All right, I gotta get out of here. Uh, that was a big herd sports update. Welcome back, brother. We missed you. Uh, we got a lot more to talk about next week. Uh, let's get into this real quick. Now it's time for our favorite part of the show. Tell me something, Joe. Got dirty headlines, nasty stories, freaky tales. It, it, it's time for the dirt sheets with Joe Dirt on Inside the Cave. All right, all right. Got another interesting. Hershey's here. Uh, we're going to do one of your favorites. We're going to play the name game. Oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> I got 10, I got ten uh, names. These are real names, people. I have not made these names up. Nor do I have time to make these names up? Uh, All right. You know, first one is Golly big. Golly big. Golly, my cock's big. All right. I say that every time I go take a piss. <laughs> oh, man. We haven't done this in a while. Go ahead. What else? All right, the next one is On Her Knees. How do you spell it? H-O-N-O-R, Honor. And her last name is Knees. Honor Knees. Jeez. There's nothing wrong with that at all. That's someone's name. Where is she from? I have no idea. I don't make Honor Knees. Right. Ball sack. 
Oh, man. Oh, man. Iona Dick. I, 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 what, say that again? Iona Dick. Iona Dick. <laughs> yes, is, I that a male, is that a male or a female? I'm going to guess that's a female. Okay. Iona Dick. Okay. Dick is her last name. Dick is her last name. Uh, Eloba Good. I'm going to guess it says Eloba Good Fuck. For this uh, segment, it's going to be I Love a Good Fuck. I Love a Good Fuck. Okay, that's somebody's name. I Love a Good Fuck. I Love it. And the last name is G U D F A C H. Jeez. See, I think I make this shit up. I'm going to make this shit up. Next one is Lou Scunt. Lou Scunt. <laughs> Lou Scunt. Lou's the first name. Scunt. His name is Scunt. Jeez. Philip Paraz. You get it? Philip Paraz? So, Philip is the first name. And Paraz is the last name. Here we go. Here we go. I heard there was one of Donald Trump aliases. <laughs> right. Uh, the next one is, his name is Philip Oliver Holes, H-O-L-Z. Philip Oliver Holes. Where are these from? Philip Oliver Holes. Say this fast. Say this fast if you listen. Philip Oliver Holes. Philip Oliver Holes, wow. Right, we got two more. We got Watson her bush. Watson, the first name of her bush, the second name, his last name. What's in her bush? Probably crabs if you gotta ask. Oh yeah. And the last one, last but not least, Willie B. Hard again. Willie B. Hard again. Willie B. Hard again. <laughs> now I gotta imagine that's what John Wayne Bob it. Ask the doctors after this one. Oh, yeah. The name game. This is one. This has always been a classic game on the dirt sheets. That's from if you guys been listening since the beginning, this is one of the best things Joe has done on this uh, on this segment, man. The game game. Go ahead and give a rundown of the names again. Dolly McCox Big. <laughs> Dolly McCox Big. On her knees. Harry Ball Sack. On a dick, I love a good fuck. Loose cunt, Philip Perez, Philip Oliver Holes, What's in Her Bush, Willie B. Hardigan. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I actually had a good one liner. I don't know if CB wanted me to do it or not. It was for Michelle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Right. Might as well. You went this far. Go ahead. Hey, I got a joke for you, CB. Well, what's a joke, Joe? What do you do when your dishwasher stops working? I don't know, Joe. What do I do when my dishwasher stops working? Punch her. That's for you, Michelle. It's just all for the jokes, Michelle. I love that stuff, man. I ain't gonna lie. I like that stuff. We do not condone domestic violence. At all, at all. And although in certain certain cases we do understand. We do understand. We do understand a good choking or something, but we don't condone. We don't condone that. Y'all y'all ass gonna get sued. 
Y'all, y'all gonna need that lawyer. Uh, <laughs> hey, you see, as soon as I gotta go through her. Yeah, yeah, y'all gonna need that lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Hey, that was the dirt sheets. Uh, once again, want to hey say welcome back to uh, Charles Heard, fresh from Bristol and Vegas. And shout out to uh, Cat Roland, uh, Big Dog, International D in his absence, Valley Vale said, and everybody else. And give a shout out to the guys from the Greater Good Community, man, coming on again uh, on this week's episode. Make sure you go to their website and social media and donate to those brothers, man, doing something good. Millennials all under the age of 25, That's doing good things, doing good things real quick. All right. Uh, with that said, that was Inside the Cave. Uh, make sure you go shop cavecrestshop.com. Use that promo code DIRT. Leave us feedback on iTunes and on InsideTheCavePodcast.com now. And if anybody else got anything to say, then I'll catch y'all as next week on Inside the Cave. All right. Thank you for listening to Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave now brings you the official store to get all things Cave Crush and Inside the Cave at CaveCrushShop.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cave Crush and like our Facebook page, Cave Crush Shop. Inside the cave. 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 You're on the number one show. Inside the cave. Three Lee Films.